welcome to the weekend entertainment edition of the literature and film podcast aka the we laugh our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead either at the cinema or streaming at home and now from a remote location on the east coast in the heart of flying bull production studios your host richard lusk and ryan bull All right, uh, welcome to Laugh episode 145. This is a We Laugh episode. Uh, we're focusing on the May 20th weekend box office releases. I'm your host, Ryan Bull. Joining me across the table is Richard Lusk. How are you, sir? Great. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, three big movies coming out this weekend, uh, kind of hitting all different ranges, all different desires. Yeah, John is all over the place. All, I would like to say, have a chance to win the box office, though. Really? I'm afraid one of them. Probably the first one we're going to talk about isn't going to win the box office, though this is the film we both want to see. Of these releases, but you don't think they're going to be better than X-Men or Captain America, do you? Well, we're two weeks away from Captain America. I could see. Yeah. I think these films have the possibility right. of making upwards of $50 million. Two of Fair them, enough. They, they all have the possibility. You're you're right. And because of the genres that they fit, they are. Yeah, sad- like, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think one of the films, because it's R-rated, isn't going to do it. Even okay. though that's clearly our pick. <laughs> right. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, this is true. We're talking about The Nice Guys. The Nice Guys. What's it about? It's a 1977-based Los Angeles uh, sort of, I don't know, private eye, neo-noir. I don't like that term, neo-noir, but noir type uh, buddy cop picture. Mm-hmm. Starring Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. They're investigating uh, the disappearance of a girl, according to IMDb, and the death of a porn star. So my guess is that it's not the same person. This is written and directed by uh, Shane Black. Shane Black, who did Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Tie in with some of those Marvel movies from last week that we talked about. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3, yeah. yes. He wrote Iron Man 3. Uh, he sort of made the standard for buddy cop pictures with the lethal weapon and its sequels. And then he was in a movie, one of the last podcasts, fave movies that nobody's seen kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh, it's a great film. Yeah. So, uh, this is on my list for most anticipated movies of the summer. And I think it's gotten some buzz because of the, uh, the actors, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe seems to be making a, a comeback. Yeah, this seems like just kind of a funny film. I think a lot of the critics remember Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because they were the only ones who saw it. Yeah. And, and this seems to be um, kind of a, a companion piece to that. I, I do think they're in different worlds. Plus, uh, in addition to Russell Crowe being in this, Kim Basinger's is also in oh, this. And they were both in uh, L.A. Confidential, mm-hmm. which was kind of noirish itself. Mm-hmm. So I think people are eager to see them kind of teaming up again. Uh, the trailers look funny. Uh, the action looks good. There's, a, there's that funny sense of humor Shane Black has. There's an Iron yeah. Man 3. And that, did I say he was the father of the buddy cop movie? That's probably not fair. It's more like the funny uncle of the buddy cop movie. Yeah, I mean, because I guess there had already been some. But yeah. he's really good with action. He's really good with comedy. Apparently, he's going to start filming The Predator. It's yeah. going to be a sequel to the original Predator. They're not even acknowledging Predator 2. This is supposed to come out in March of 2018. So Shane Black has one of your most anticipated films of 2016 and one of my most anticipated films of 2018. Oh, okay. So Got a lot of work ahead of him. Yeah. Um, Meet those expectations there, I'm, Shane. 
glad that this film is R-rated, though I do think it's going to limit how viable it's going to be at the box office, oh, yeah, which is a shame. Box. Of these three, it'll lose the box office. Yeah. Uh, what do you think this will do? $15 million? Mm, Maybe. Nah, I don't know. Uh, the market's a little bit saturated. You got uh, Captain America, holdover from a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, X-Men. Apocalypse, and you got uh, Alice in Wonderland, right? Those are coming out the following weekend. So yeah, it has to make its money opening weekend. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, wait a minute. This that's not coming out this weekend. Wait, wait no. this is already coming. What are you talking about? This movie <laughs> comes out on the twentieth. <laughs> Super confused. X Men and Alice come out on the twenty seventh. Oh. So yeah, this has a week to make its money because then the box office gets even more saturated. And this could very easily get lost in the shuffle. So to me, it really needs to come out and make 15 to 20 million so that it can stay in theaters and have multiple showtimes. My bad. <laughs> Not a problem. I was confused on when those movies. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But there's other movies out there that might make a lot of money too. Yeah, probably the one that's going to win the box office, if anything can uh, knock off Captain America, is the Angry Birds movie. Really? You're going to go with that one? It's an animated film. There hasn't been a whole lot of animated fare for the little kids. Animated films can do really well then. Yeah. Uh, this is based on the hit cell phone game, Angry <laughs> yeah. Birds. App or something? This is... The original app? This movie was apparently financed by the game studio that made it. It's some small Finnish studio, Olivia. but they've made... Yeah, millions of dollars. So they put up, some reports have as much as $100 million to make this movie. And they've had to fire like 40% of their staff. It's not good. So Well, because they're running out of money. So Ooh. if this movie does well, they're going to do amazingly well. That's insane, though. The, the wildly successful, successful phone app that set the world on fire and made millions and millions of dollars for these guys may eventually lead to their bankruptcy and insolvency. Oh, yeah. Apparently, they were going around trying to get other studios to make this film, but they'd have to give up so much creative control. They didn't want to do it, even though there's no real storyline in the Angry Bird games. Yeah, I don't understand what these these birds have to be so angry about. I mean, it's the classic battle. The pids the... are trying to steal their eggs. Well, that's why not squirrels? I don't know. Pids are funnier. I see. I see. Pigs aren't funnier. Squirrels are funny. I see pigs. I see birds and squirrels going at each other all the time. I've never seen a bird attack a pig. Or pit or vice versa. Uh, apparently, you need to spend more time playing Angry Birds. I'm wildly confused by this movie. This is going to be the largest budgeted Finnish movie ever made at over a hundred million. What? Yeah. Oh, Finnish. Finnish. I, th- I, th- I thought you said finished. Before that, like it was done. Like all the unmade movies that are actually <laughs> haven't been finished yet. No, Finnish. Before that, the movie, the biggest budget movie was Big Game, where Samuel L. Jackson is the president of the United States and his plane gets crashed. Oh, yeah, that's on my my list on Netflix. uh, Chase Mara. That movie was made for $8.5 million. Ooh. So this is more than 10 times the budget of the Orders of magnitude. Oh, yeah. Huh. Finland is now a player in the movie. (laughs) Wow. Was this my pick for flop of the year? It could be a big flop. No, no, you didn't pick it. I didn't pick it. I was thinking about it. But I could see this making a lot of money. Uh, the kids maybe. like it. It 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 wouldn't surprise me either way if it made if it was the lowest grossing movie on the board or if it was the highest grossing movie of the year. <laughs> it could be what well, uh like Jurassic World. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> didn't it? Jurassic it, World? No, but I don't think anybody thought it was gonna be the number one movie of all time. 
No, but it was tracking to do pretty really? well. Yeah, yeah. There was a huh. lot of buzz. I, I was talking about I wasn't it. expecting it to make a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, the same way. I say Angry Birds, $16 million. $16 million? But I don't think it does as good as the last movie. Right. Neighbors Part 2. Really? Although I don't know what Neighbors Part 1 did. Uh, Neighbors Part 2, Sorority Rising, is the continuing story of uh, Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen having to deal with the worst neighbors ever college kids yeah uh this time a sorority has moved in next door and they even have to go and get the help of zach efron the antagonist of the last film to help them defeat these crazy college girls led by chloe grace moretz known for her comedic talents in as hit girl i don't know was she i didn't really see yeah she's kick ass. Yeah. oh so she's being reunited with christopher mintz plaza exactly huh hey he hasn't had a whole lot of work no. I haven't seen him in a whole lot of stuff. Uh, did you like the first Neighbors? No, I did not. Did you? It had a couple laughs, and it was fine as a rental. I don't think I'll be going to see this next film in theaters. I'd like to see an R-rated comedy that doesn't reference drugs. That, that won't happen. That, that's a tall order. Especially when you're talking about college kids. But I don't find that, that humor funny. I think it's lazy. And then this is one of those, uh, isn't it like... Um, uh, skit comedy, sketch comedy kind of stuff, like uh, improv? It feels like a lot would be improv. Plus, the other weird thing is it's an R-rated comedy, but now that just means language, drug use, maybe you see a dude's butt. Right. If this it, movie was made in, in the, the 80s, 80s, tons of female nudity. Right. Uh, apparently, there is no female nudity in this. Wait, a movie about sorority girls who are debaucherous, yeah. uh, drug... No female nudity. Huh. Well... It, the times they are. The a times change. they are. The times have changed. That that just went off my list of to dos <laughs> or to sees. This has, as you mentioned, Chloe Grace Moretz, Zac Efron, Rose Byrne, Selena Gomez, Seth Rogen. Uh, it's got Dave Franco in it, Lisa Kudrow, the aforementioned Christopher Mintz Plaz. These are basically all the actors and actresses who who aren't in the Marvel universe. Yeah, pretty much. See, Paul Rudd should be in this movie, but. Because he's Ant Man, they were like, "Nah, you're not welcome in here anymore. You're you're not going to be on the list." So, or no, I'm sorry, Rose Byrne is in uh, the X Men films. Is X Men Marvel? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's part of Marvel. Is she? What is she? She's like a scientist. Part she's the one in the trailers who's explaining who Apocalypse is. So she's the girl that hangs out with the with the jocks and the nerdy kids. Yeah, but she she's a bit player. I'm surprised Zac Efron hasn't been cast as a superhero yet. Dave Franco in Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think when they go to celebrity parties that they break up into cliques and, and the superhero people are over <laughs> here and they line up over there and then the nerdy class clowny types are over here and then they're like talking about each other behind their backs? Seth Rogen tries to come over. I was in a superhero movie. Right, we'll no, go, hey, you were no. Green Hornet. <laughs> yeah, that, nobody saw that movie. Get away from here. Your sidekick had to do all the work. <laughs> and the only one that can go in between them is is who you said, Rose Byrne. Yeah, right. Rose Oh, Chloe Grace Moretz being Hit Girl? That's not, a, that's not a... No. No. no, no that's not really a superhero yeah, movie. <laughs> you, you were 13 when you did it. Doesn't count. Yeah, that's not a superhero movie. Uh, another guy uh, who was the who was the guy in Super? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a superhero movie. He was in The Office too. Um, Rain Wilson. Yeah, where would he fit? He <laughs> he would have to hang out with the nerds. They'd be like, "No, go over there. Go over by the Cheetos. You can't hang out over here." Indie film. <laughs> Indie film. So. It's amazing. We looked at probably 
people look down on you if you can't get a superhero film now. Right. When for years that was like, oh, your career's over. You're going to be typecast. Right. Same thing like being on TV. Now everyone wants it's, to be on it's TV. It's the new Western. A Western of you. Yeah. Crazy. So, it, you think this outdoes Angry Birds? I don't know. I just hear so much bad stuff about Angry Birds. I'm and, just trying to make a bet here because uh, I say Angry Birds easily beats Neighbors 2. All right. Then give me Neighbors 2 and the nice guys. No. I'm not going to give you that much. You know what? The only reason that you're not having this bet and that you that you've lost the opportunity to have this bet is because of the insane amount of confidence that you have. I will give you the the second weekend totals for the lobster. <laughs> if it expands to eight theaters, yeah. No. You want no. the darkness? I'll give you the darkness in its second week. No. Nope. I don't. I. I no. Because it's. I'm a, just it's trying to go one on one, mano a mano, movie against movie, and you're just not willing to take it. There are too many reasons not to pick neighbors too it's r-rated comedy the first one wasn't that great uh it's just not uh, it might be worthwhile to to have neighbors too and the nice guys together but you know yeah um, all right if you're scared say you're scared i mean don't don't bring up stuff and show show, all right so um clearly we're both spending our money to watch the nice guys this weekend yeah because i don't want to give the angry birds any more money (laughs) fair enough the free app. Uh, if people are staying home and streaming stuff on their TV, what should they watch? They need to watch on Netflix, Shark Lake. This is a movie executive produced and starring Dolph Lundgren. As, as a, uh, he's a, a exotic animals trader who gets into some dirty business. And he, he winds up, well, I don't want to spoil too much of this movie, but there's a lake... And there's some sharks involved. And then he gets sent off to prison. And he has to come back. Now, I have to admit, I haven't seen the entire movie. Three quarters of it. And I think I've seen Dolph Lundgren about maybe, maybe five minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. But he's supposedly he's a big character in the movie. Not only because he's big, but also because he's Dolph Lundgren. And uh, you know him from... uh, Oh, Universal movies Sol- like Soldier, <laughs> yeah. The Expendables. I was going to say IV. Rocky IV, yeah. And coming out this weekend, Kindergarten Cop 2. He was also the submarine pilot in Hail Caesar. Oh, yeah. Um, this is the thing. This is written or directed by uh, Jerry Duggan. And it's there's a sincerity to the, they think that they're doing something really good. There's an earnestness that I really appreciate. They're trying to do something wonderful, and I don't know what kind of budget they had. And I, I, frankly, I don't care. It's obviously it's really low, and they have to realize that these CGI sharks are not going to cut it. Um, but there are there are there are lines in the movie that are just just kind of funny to me. Just throwaway lines, and I I, I found myself laughing. And I, I don't want to say I was laughing at the movie. I was laughing with it. Like at one point in the movie, uh, they 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 think that the people because it's a lake that the people who are being attacked are being attacked by bears. So they hire these people to go out and find the bears. They they say, "I want every single hunter that's worked in that, that lives in the, uh, the the lake area to come out and kill this black bear." And so they bring out all these hunters, and the hunters are walking along. This guy says. Mary Bell will have to take me back when I shoot me this bear. And his buddy looks at him and says, they're tranquilizer guns. <laughs> then the guy says, do you think they'll let me keep the head? 
you know, and I can't tell. I mean, I laughed out loud. And I don't know if they're like saying it to be funny or they thought it was a good line. Oh, it's just really good stuff. To me, it's a kid. All right. I think the movie is giving us credit for being slightly smarter than it is. Like, I think it's a C level. Is there a C level movie? Is there, there are B movies. This is a C level B movie. Wow. But it's a C plus. And remember how when you first started teaching, I don't know if you do this anymore, but you give extra credit on quizzes if they can write something that'll make you laugh. Mm-hmm. This movie's like that. Yeah. They get extra credit for making me laugh. Love it. So it's Shark funny Lake. but bad. All it's right. bad. It's funny. It's bad in the funny way. It's funny in the bad way. Dolph Lundgren, Shark Lake. That's the net pick. What you got over there on the uh, red box? On the red box, I got another horror movie. Woo! Uh, coming out is The Witch. Ooh. I thought we had reviewed this film we didn't? for our show. We didn't. We oh, talked I thought about I it mentioned some. it in the last We Laugh yeah, or something. We didn't talk about it. We've mentioned it. We talked a little bit about when huh. we did the invitation, but we never actually reviewed this Ooh. film. Uh, it's about a family in the 1630s, New England, that's kicked out of mm-hmm. uh, their community, and they have to go live on their own. And the father's actually kind of happy because he thinks the Calvinists that he's living with, they're a little too loose with their morals. Right. He's the leader of a religious cult. His family. Yeah. Uh, Three kids. It's a very slow burn horror movie. I'm going to put up a link to a trailer. They re-released this in theaters about a month ago. (laughs) Right. And it's an awesome trailer. You're going to be like, this movie's awesome. The trailer completely gets the tone of the movie wrong. That's why the critics love it, but the audience hate it. They're going and expecting a movie about witches, which it is, but it's not. It's It's a thinky sort of. Oh, yeah. It's got Shakespearean language or, you know. You know, Shakespeare was writing in 1600, so yeah, it's it's written in iambic pentameter. Uh, Not really, but it has that biblical language and um, best performance by a goat. Yeah, Black Philip. (laughs) Black Philip. Yeah, so even if you're not going to watch this movie, uh, follow us on Twitter and look up the link to uh, the trailer. You have to watch this trailer. Um, There is some profanity in it, so... um, you know, uh, oh, in the trailer, it's a red band permission. trailer. Yeah, it's a red okay. band trailer, but it, it, there's a little it's bit of profanity. Yeah. profanity, huh? Yeah. Well, there's nudity, but was there? Did they say anything? There's a little bit of nudity in the movie. I think the movie might be R-rated. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the very first scene when they're. Oh yeah, yeah. I and, and the last scene. Oh my god, the first and last scenes are pretty. Not the very first scene, but the first scene where we're introduced to the titular witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scene that directly follows that, that's brutal. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I was striking, that. striking. Yeah. Uh, made by Robert Eggers for a million dollars. It's grossed over $32 million so far. Really? So it's done really well. I bet Robert Eggers becomes a director that we're going to talk a lot about in mm. subsequent years here on Laugh. Nice. So uh, that's my pick. pick for the Redbox. Uh, what about for uh, good old Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime pick of the week. I'm not going to tell you wrong on this one. You're going to love it. It's a scripted comedy. Put out by the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Company. <laughs> Starring uh, Christopher Guest cinematic icon Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara as Johnny and Moira Rose. It's a family comedy. They have two adult family members um, played by his real-life son, Dan Levy. And, oh my goodness, I wrote down the name of the girl and I... I Completely lost the name of the girl. She has an adult daughter also that lives with him. So the the husband is a video game magnet and the wife is a soap opera star. And ironically, they buy this town, Schitt's Creek, uh, S-C-H, 
I-T-T-S, for their son as like a gift. And then everything, they lose everything because their uh, manager uh, sort of absconds with their money. They lose the town. They lose everything else except for the town because the IRS determines that the town is so worthless that there's no sense in them taking it <laughs> and it would just be a burden. So they're allowed to keep Schitt's Creek. And they this is where they wind up in Schitt's Creek. Um, you said this is a comedy. Does it have a laugh track? No, no laugh track. It's a single camera scripted comedy. A lot of really quick lines underneath. Um, it's got... Uh, as I as I mentioned, Eugene Levy and uh, Dan Levy, and I'm trying to think of the other guy that's in it. Oh, Chris Elliott. It's got uh, one of the fave actors from my youth, Chris Elliott. It's a great comedic actor who was the uh, he was a writer. I think he was the head writer for the David Letterman show for a number of years, and then um, he showed got- up in Cabin Boy. I think it's a great movie. Uh, there's something about Mary. He's great in that. Yeah, he's a pretty good uh, a side character who plays a ridiculous yokel in the <laughs> in this television series. It's quick. It's 21 minutes, so you can power wash or power wash. You can power watch two or three of them, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, enjoy yourself. I, I laughed, you know. I my barometer is five laughs, five good laughs. I'm pretty happy, and this one. Yeah, Have you watched all seven. 26 episodes? No, I watched three. <laughs> three? Okay. But, uh, yeah. So that's uh, Schitt's Creek. Highly ranked, but on, on Rotten Tomatoes by the audience, not so much by the critics. All right. So it's, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. It's my Amazon Prime pick of the week. Schitt's it's Creek. It's the Canadian comedy. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, if you get Netflix, watch the comedy horror film Shark Lake. If you're headed by Redbots, I'm saying go rent the horror film uh, The Vich. Coming out in theaters are three new movies, uh, The Angry Birds movie, Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising, and The Nice Guys, which is our pick of the week, right? This is what we're saying, pay your money for. Nice guys. Next week, we'll have a review of the movie on the show. Hopefully. So that'll be episode 148. Uh, Make sure you download it and listen to it. Uh, We're still not sure what we're reviewing this week. No, we're still working on it. We will definitely have something out for you that we're both interested in talking about. So uh, thanks for joining me on the show, L-Train. Thank you. There be tracks. We've got The Witch. Ooh. Good one. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.